listening to The Journey Podcast. The Journey is a college and young adult ministry of South Crest Baptist Church. We hope this podcast helps you find your greatest pleasure and purpose in Jesus. Amen. Man, like I said, it's, it's so good uh, to be able to do this. Uh, I think what this time has really done for me and, and maybe for you as well is as things are chaotic and, and changing, uh, there's also these weird pockets of, of downtime and, and quietness where maybe I wouldn't normally have them, such as on Tuesday nights. And so um, what that does is it gives you time to reminisce and think about different things. And one of the things I was thinking about the other day was just uh, my high school days playing, playing high school football. And uh, I'm not going to get too much into the glory days. I don't want to be that guy tonight. Um, but I was thinking about one specific uh, game that my team, the Sweetwater Mustangs, lost. I'm not going to say against two. I don't want to give them any glory. Um, but we lost bad. I don't think, if I remember right, I don't think we put a point up on the board. And I think they had scored at least 40, 50 points. I mean, it was a devastating loss. Um, and like I said, no points on the board. I, I think I had a terrible game as well. There really wasn't much to, to be excited about. And I remember sitting in the locker room after that game. I remember looking around at, at all my teammates' faces. And of course, there was, there was sadness. Uh, we were upset. Um, devastating loss. And our coach came in, kind of gave us a little bit of a post-game pep talk as much as he could. Um, but still, it was a, it was a somber Somber moment. At that point, we realized our hopes of, of making the playoffs were gone. The, the season was over. Every, everything that we had hoped for and wanted um, had changed from this game. And it was just, it was bleak. And I remember one of my friends speaking up to the coach and he was like, hey coach, where are we going to need after this? And we all were like, bro, what are you talking about? This was, this was an away game, and so normally it'd take us out to eat, but that was the last thing on everyone else's mind. But what, what he thought mattered in the moment was, hey, where are we going to go eat, coach? And, and so, of course, the thoughts that, that we're having, we're like, dude, what, why does that matter right now? Do you, not, do you not see what just happened? Like, our season's over. And that was a terrible loss to, to end it on. And so um, I tell you that story because I think right now, I don't think I know, um, I've had thoughts um, about things that we normally do, like even streaming this service, um, things that we would do on a normal day as Christians, getting in the word and, and, and praying. And just the other day, I was asking Caitlin, one of the struggles that I have is, is really asking, is this really helpful right now? Like, do these things matter right now or do we just need to ask God, God, help us survive? Um, is this a time where we really like grow in our faith or are we just like, I just, I wanna get through this and, and really asking why do, why do these things matter? I, for, for many of you, um, I, seniors in, in college, in high school, like not gonna be able to walk. Some of you had spring break plans. Those didn't happen. Some of you had things that you were excited about for the semester didn't happen. Um, some people just around the world, I mean, this COVID-19 pandemic has, has not only affected and inconvenienced them, I mean, it has caused people to become extremely ill. It's even caused uh, death in, in thousands of people. And then even the fear of that. So I'm, I'm looking at what's going on in the world right now in my life and in people's lives around the world. I think it's, it's hard not to ask, why, why does anything else matter besides this right now? Do we need to just get through this? 
And so I alluded to it on social media the other day and, and we're, we're focusing on um, an Easter series. And for the, so for tonight, we're gonna focus on the cross of Christ. Next week, the, the resurrection of Jesus and then that he is coming back again. And honestly, I wanna pose that same question to you. I, I, I think that it does matter but I think the real question tonight is in the, in the midst of all that's going on, right? Why does Jesus's death on the cross matter? In the middle of a global pandemic, why would we choose to spend our time doing this right here and right now? And so what, what this question has caused me to do is it's, it's forced me, as we're talking about Jesus's death, it's forced me to look at the cross. And it's forced me to think about what feelings, what emotions come to mind. Like, what does the cross make me do when I think about it and when I see it? And I can't physically see, none of us can actually physically see a literal representation of when Jesus died, but we, we can see images of it. We can sort of conjure up what it would look like and read the narratives of the gospel to get an idea. And as I look at the cross, one of the things that it forces me to do is it forces me to see a certain seriousness in it. That the God man, Jesus Christ, in, in this scene on the cross, he's, he's drawn his final breath. He is actually dead. Jesus died. And so I see the seriousness of that and I ask, what, what did that? And the answer is our sin, that very much in a real way, our sin was nailed on the cross with Jesus in, in a very real way as if our sin led him all the way to death. It, it killed him in a sense. And so there's a, there's a severity of that. And as I began thinking and reflecting, I, I see that the word of God confirmed these things. I, I, I read in, in Romans 6, 23, it tells us that we deserve death as a penalty for our sin. I read in, in John 3, 36, it tells us that apart from Christ, the wrath of God remains on us. It, it says in Isaiah 59, verse two, that our sin has actually separated, isolated us away from God. Like there's no way we can, we can come near to him in our sin. And, and John 8, 34, it actually tells us that everyone who commits a sin is a slave to sin. And so as I was doing my own self-reflection, what I found is that the word of God in many other places than this, but especially in these verses, only confirmed. And so the reason it only confirmed what I was thinking about. And so the reason, why, why does this matter right now? The reason is because regardless, regardless of COVID-19 or not, regardless of what's going on, the cross reveals to us that we have a much, much bigger problem to take care of. And that is our sin against God. For, for all the challenges of preparing to go overseas, one of the things Caitlin and I had to do is we had to do all these tests. We had to get vaccinations. We, and, and it was miserable. You had people poking and prodding you and giving you vaccinations for everything you can think of. Um, and one of those things included uh, a TB test, a test for tuberculosis. And they kind of prick your arm. And then a few days later, depending on how it, how it affects you, if your skin raises or not, you can tell if you have it. Well, long story short, um, Caitlin tested positive for uh, what's called dormant or latent tuberculosis. And so did she have a whooping cough that she struggled with every night that kept us awake at night? No, 
like, I'm thinking of like the Oregon Trail computer game that I played when I was a kid. You think of like tuberculosis, like who, who gets that anymore? Like I didn't even know, like we were in Virginia at the time. I was like, well, it makes sense. Like the old settlers, like, I, I don't know. I was making up all these things. But I mean, she would have lived her whole life and, and not really known something very, very serious was, was inside of her. And what happens is if we did get it taken care of, by the way, you're like, have you gone taken care of? Yeah, we have. Um, but for many who, who don't, what they find out is later in their life or 70, 80, um, this can come up and, and there are actually in the U S today, there are deaths from tuberculosis, something that you didn't know to take seriously. You may have, you may have had no idea. And, and so why did I tell you that? I think that in a similar way, that's, that's how we look at our sin. I, I don't think we take it seriously enough. I, I think that for many of us, I mean, non-believers, you're a believer in, the, in this room. Like, I just want you to, to remember this. But for, for non-believers that are listening, I think it's easy to live your, your whole life and not know that w- within you, there's this really big problem that you haven't, you haven't taken care of. Just like Caitlin, if we wouldn't have taken care of it, given her the right antibiotics, there's this, there's this problem in us called sin that we can live our whole lives and not get taken care of. And we find out we've got a big problem when we're facing our God, our creator and, and judgment. And, and, and you're forced to, to reconcile the fact that you lived your whole life and sin and rebellion against him, a big problem. He never got taken care of. And so I, I, can, I can hear the objections right now. I can, I can hear the cynic. And you're like, is that what he's saying? Yes, what I'm saying is that even though COVID-19 is a huge problem, yes, I'm saying that our sin problem is bigger. And I can hear the voice saying, really, bro? Are you, are you serious? How, how arrogant are you? I can hear someone from the outside of the Christian faith like looking at us and saying, well, I can't believe they're saying that. How, how ignorant. And, and I want you to think about this. Look, a believer, I'll use myself for example today. I, I don't want this. I, I do not want to contract COVID-19, but I could die today with COVID-19 and guess where I'm going? I'm going to be with Jesus. But there are people apart from Christ. They can live a full and healthy life. They can be unscathed. They can even never get the common cold or flu their whole life. And because they never dealt with a bigger problem than physical health. They find themselves before the throne of God. They find themselves, they haven't dealt with the biggest problem. And as their sin against God separates us at death for eternity from him in a place called hell. And so the cross matters tonight because in it, when we see the severity of it, it forces us to recognize that there is a bigger problem. There is, there's actually a first priority. All of a sudden, when we look at it for what it really is, even something as bad as COVID-19 takes second chair. It takes second priority. And we're saying, this is more important. What are we going to do about this? This is actually our greatest problem right now. And, and I don't know what, what you're feeling the tension of, but it breaks my heart because the reality is, is that the whole world, the whole world doesn't collectively freak out about many things. But right now, the whole world is collectively freaking out about COVID-19. And guess what? For thousands and thousands of years, the whole world has not collectively freaked out about a much, much bigger problem. And that's where we stand before our creator and our maker. Have we been reconciled to him? And for many, the answer is no. And so Jesus 
Jesus' death on the cross matters. But, but here's the thing, that, that I just bring this up to make you more depressed and anxious and worried because if I just left it here, I said, all right, David, come on back up, man. What I've, all I've done is I've just given you a bigger problem than a problem that's probably already made you unsettled and anxious and worried. And that's not what I want to do tonight because here's the beauty. And in thinking about all that the cross means, it, it does for sure show us our problem. We see the God man dead because of our sin nailed on the cross. But you know what else it shows us? The word of God tells us in Hebrews 9, 26, it says that he sacrificed himself on the cross for us. It says in 1 John 4, 10, that Jesus is the atoning sacrifice for our sins. It's another word called propitiation, that the wrath of God that was supposed to come on us, Jesus steps in and says, no, it goes on me. It says in 2 Corinthians 5, 18 through 19, that through Christ, we have been reconciled to God. It says in Colossians 1, 13 through 14, that we were, we were once in darkness, but he's delivered us from that domain of darkness and transferred us to his kingdom. And so what we see is the problems that I listed. Let's go back. One of the problems that I listed is that our sin separates us from God. And Jesus steps into that and says, no, but we see that we deserve death. And Jesus steps in and says, no, I die that death. It says that, that we deserve wrath. And Jesus says, no, I'm going to absorb that wrath for you. It says that we're separated from God. And Jesus, like an unlikely relationship, like an impossible makeup that could never happen, he steps in and brings us back together with God. And you see the hands right over my heart. And that's because his heart beats for reconciliation, for the joy that was set before him. He died for us that we could be reconciled. And then Colossians 1, 13 through 14, like I said, said, Jesus steps in and he sees that we were in sin and shackles. It sees that, that we were desperate. We were enslaved to our sin. And he gives us a total deliverance from that sin. We could not possibly be more saved than we are when we believe in Christ, that he died for us. And so as we, we paint the picture of Jesus we, we see him in his final breaths and, and, and from scripture and from just what we know from modern science, what we know, what, what a crucifixion does. Essentially, he finally died from lung asphyxiation as if the, the, the blood of the cross wasn't enough, as if all the, the, the beating that he went through having to carry his own cross wasn't enough. That, that would have done the end, I think. It, it forces us when we look at it for what it is to see such a seriousness. And we, we have to look up to God too and say, God is serious about sin. You can't look at the cross for what it is and have another conclusion. But the beauty of it tonight is something that I would articulate like this. And that is the God who is serious about our sin is the same God who is serious about saving us from our sin. Amen. And so I'm so thankful that's not the opposite. If he was only serious about sin and wasn't, wasn't serious about making things right with his people, we would, we would be in trouble. If he, was, if he was a God not serious about sin, but, but just wanting to, oh, I just want to love my people, then that's, that's a false God. Then God hasn't dealt with sin. But at the cross, it, it meets together these two realities that we're sinners separated from God, and we need someone to take care of that, and that is Jesus. And so, again, I almost, I almost hear the objections. I, I hear that, 
you're not telling me anything that's helpful right now in this pandemic. I, I, don't, I don't need to hear this. I, I already know that this is, this is basic. You just, you've just shared the gospel. And that's true, I have. I haven't, I haven't told you about the resurrection, which is very, very important. I haven't told you that, that Christ is coming again. Those are for the next two weeks. But right now, what I, what I would say to you, if you still feel that, or ask you, have you actually considered COVID-19 have you considered the problems going on in your life right now in light of the cross tonight? Or, or has, has the cross lost its power in your life? Is, is everything that I've just said just kind of going over you like, yep, yeah, I know that already. Because I, I, I don't know if you heard me correctly. I don't know if you're hearing the word of God tonight correctly, but it says that our sin has been paid for like, all of your sin, like count up all of your sins that you can think of, add several million gajillion of, of sins to that total and think that that has been paid for in full. Like if, if that doesn't wow you, let's keep going. The wrath of God, I, like let's think about an F5 tornado, as destructive as that can be, as powerful as that can be, anything in the way of a tornado is it's toast. It's, it's subject to the tornado's wrath. And that is just a tiny little picture of the wrath of God. And, and scripture tells us that before Christ, apart from Christ, that, that that was coming for us. And Jesus absorbed the blow of that wrath. He, he took that away. If that still doesn't wow you, we, we actually have a real and true relationship with, with the God who made us and everything in the world. I've been, I've been watching uh, on Netflix uh, recently, and, and this is kind of a shameful confession. I've been watching that, that show, Love is Blind, and in it, there's ridiculousness. There's, I, I'm not actually recommending you watch it. Let me just give you the scoop. There's ridiculousness, and there's relationships. You're like, they are not getting back together, or, or they should not get back together. And, and, for, and for all that I can see in, in that, in, in worldly relationships, they're not getting back together. The most unlikely relationship to have, have a makeup is the relationship between us and God, and, and Jesus made it possible. That, that's incredible. If you're still not wow, as I said earlier, we, we have a total redemption. And so for, for believers watching this right now, we still sin, but the difference is, is that it doesn't hold us in shackles. We're not in Satan's kingdom, in his prison, enslaved to sin, but we're set free. We're set free to live for God. We're totally redeemed. We're in his kingdom now. You, we could not possibly be more saved than we are now in, in Christ Jesus. And so if you, if you don't think this is helpful, I just I ask you in love, get in touch with reality because this is reality. This is what the cross shows us. The reality is, is we can stare death in the face. We can look at the worst that COVID-19 has to offer and we can point it to the cross and we can say, take that death, take that coronavirus. You ain't got nothing on my Jesus. So his death on the cross matters tonight because it's the only solution to our biggest problem. As I kind of said, I think from in my own life and my, my, my fear and I guess you could say anxiety just for you as you're listening is I think it can be easy for the power of this message to to sort of lose its power in our lives. And 
I, I thought of this song, it's Mighty Cross by Elevation Worship. And, and here are the lyrics of the chorus, very simple. It says this, Oh, the cross of Jesus Christ is the reason I'm alive. For his blood has set me free. It will never lose its power for me. If I could articulate that in a few ways, I think it's, we need to be looking at the cross and saying, wow, again. Many of us don't say, wow, when we think about what Jesus has done for us. For, for unbelievers, I think maybe it's for tonight, it's the first time you need to look at the cross and say, wow, that is what Jesus has done for me. I think to say it another way, and an admonition that I have for you, if I could articulate it in any way, I would say, believer, don't let the cross of Christ lose its power in your life. So why, why does the cross matter tonight? It, it matters so, so much because it reveals to us that we have a problem. That's the grace of God to, to show us when we look at the cross. There must have been a problem here that was addressed and it shows us our sin, but it also simultaneously in the beauty of God's redemption, it shows us the solution to our problem, Jesus. So it doesn't only give us a diagnosis, you're, you're sick. It's the prognosis, here's how you get better. It doesn't only tell us, hey, You're a sinner apart from God. It says, look at how your sins can be atoned for. Look at how you can be saved from your sins. And it matters so much because in it, we see maybe for the first time and maybe tonight, we remember that the God who is serious about our sin is the same God who is serious about saving us from our sin. And we praise him for that. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for these truths. We thank you for your power that we see at the cross. Praying for those that maybe for the first time tonight, they, they see they see what Jesus, what you've done for them. And, and I'm praying that some would remember tonight and that maybe they would sense a renewal that in the midst of everything going on, they would say, at the end of the day, the thing that I need to worry about most was taken care of and the cross of Christ Jesus has died for my sins. We thank you for taking that seriously, God. We thank you for the tremendous amount of love and mercy you show us. And so we're gonna sing and respond to you, God, and worship and praise that we're gonna sing about the cross of Christ. We're gonna say it's the reason we're alive and we're gonna sing and declare that it's not going to lose its power in us. Thank you for the cross, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening to The Journey Podcast. You can learn more about The Journey by checking us out on Instagram or Facebook. Just search for at the journey LBK.